Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. I'm here with Adam. Hey, Cole, how's it going? Oh, he's back in NPR mode. Oh, well, you know. I like it's, it. Uh, what's today? Tuesday? It's a great day to be in NPR mode. So. Adam, you have promised me and our friends listening that you have the key to unlocking quote unquote unlimited creativity. So I'm just going to ask you to get straight into it, please. Okay, I will. Um, so believe it or not. Well, I, already I don't believe it, but I'm, I'm willing to take the ride because I'm an imaginative person. Okay, well, that, I love that, and thanks for being willing to do so. But believe it or not, creativity is trademark Ripley's yeah. twenty or eighteen ninety two. Yeah, no, creativity is a renewable resource, right? We don't just ah, run okay. out of ideas forever, um, and so you can always kind of renew that well of ideas. Okay, and what got me thinking about this is actually yesterday. This guy named Andrew Huang, who I watch on YouTube sometimes, he does sound design and music production videos, and a lot of them are challenges. And he did one that was called Writing 100 Riffs in One Day, because he has a series where every year him and his friend make a whole album in one day. Nice. And people will be like, oh, you've been sitting on song ideas, and there's no way you came up with all these in one day. You must have been sitting on some riffs. So when it comes time to write the songs, you already have ideas. That's wild. That's right. wild that people would say that. Yeah. So he decided. Because here's what he does. He's not claiming he's making 100 great riffs in one day, is he? Well, no. The album in one day, they're like trying to make it good. But right, then when right. it's good, they're trying people, to make it good. people say they've been sitting on riffs. They're probably proficient. Right. But, I mean, come on. But then... Why are people skeptical of that? Well, so to show that they're not sitting on riffs, him and the drummer did 100 riffs in one day. Yeah. To just show it's not that hard to write a Yeah, riff. of course. People, but people hate being confronted with that fact. Right. But watching them, it was a 40-minute cut down of like a six-hour session where they came up with 100 riffs and played them all. And, it and kind what, of, are these like two bars, three bars... You know, four, bars, a four bar, eight four bar, bar, whatever, okay. enough to get the idea across and move on. Like that. Sure. I mean, that's one. Yeah. Do that a hundred times okay, on yeah, the guitar right. with a drummer. Yeah. You get okay, the idea. Got it. But it really did kind of make me think about how we go about our creative process. And so I've got three points that came from watching this video and then doing some reflection about, all right, what is it that we can actually take from that? Hmm. Because obviously I don't think that every time you need ideas, you should try to make a hundred ideas in one day, but there is some kernel of that that can be useful. And so when it comes to being creative, finding ways that you can really get into that creative state can be important. So first of all, first point, ideation phase versus finishing phase okay so as a creative there are going to be times like you're going to be just coming up with ideas so maybe you do a sketch maybe you think up an idea for a short story maybe you come up with some chord progressions that are interesting together i'm, I'm just thinking of riffs over here can i do Perfect. number two yeah that one's called twangy spy movie yeah <laughs> um but yeah there's going to be times where you're doing ideation so it could be a sketch a core progression the idea for a short story then what follows is when you flesh out the rest of the content of that piece of art 
So you could paint over the sketch. You could write the lyrics and record your song. You can edit the first draft of your story. Mm. Now, it is important for you as an artist to experiment and really reflect, all right, what order of these is best for me? Some people I know will come up with 10 ideas for songs and that's their album. And before they ever put, you know, any music down, they've already started writing 10 different songs. And, and then, that's an and album. And you're saying that they have the ideas and then they continue to flesh those out simultaneously all 10 together. Yeah, they'll write, you know, chord progressions, they'll write choruses, and then they'll be like, oh, I still got to write verse two of this song and the bridge for song six is not done yet. Uh-huh. But they can really come up with a lot of ideas all at once and then flesh them out. Yeah. For me, I'm kind of the opposite. When I have a project like that, I start hopping around too much. So for me, it's like start a song, write the whole song, record the whole song, finish the song, mm-hmm. move on to song two. Now, I've fallen into the trap of trying to do things the first way. And for me, that just doesn't work. For you, that might be the best way because you can finish 10 songs in one month and they're all amazing at the end. Yeah. So I'm not saying sit down and try to write 10 songs at once. I'm not saying finish one song at a time. I'm saying figure out what works best for you. And theoretically, it should take the same amount of time. Whether you do all 10 at one time or you do one at a time consecutively if you're spending the same amount of time working ultimately like you're saying it doesn't necessarily matter just figure out what works right and i think the time savings is in not spinning your wheels so for me if i do it in that other order then i'm going to spend time getting you know mucked around in between 10 different songs so you're not going to save time on the actual process but the time in between is where i find a lot of the time savings and really actually end up finishing songs instead of just having this big pile of projects. Well, and I think for me, one of the helpful things is regardless of where I end on this, like it's, it's easier for me to come up with ideas than it is for me to finish them. Um, So whether or not I'm doing working on 10 songs at a time or one song at a time or any other creative endeavor for me, it's the importance is actually what happens in the interim in the in between, because it's easy to start one song. It's easy to start five songs Um, But making sure that we persist until the end is actually the key. Yeah. So what I would suggest, whether or not you're going to do them in a big pile or one at a time, practice finishing them because that is the hardest part. And a lot of people rarely practice those final steps. They rarely sign the painting. They rarely finish the actual story and get it printed. So don't trick yourself into starting more and more ideas just because... The ones that you're getting stuck on are not fun to finish anymore. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is always be recording. Now, this is something that I learned when I was in a songwriting session, but you can apply it to almost any art form. So when I'm in a songwriting session now with somebody else or by myself, I will start the voice memos app on my phone. I'll plug it into a charger and just let it sit there. So we're recording into a computer we're making a demo we're doing a song whatever it is but sometimes you float a little melody out you say what do you think about this oh maybe this lyric could be cool but no one wrote it down then 10 minutes later you're like what was it that that you said and you go oh, i don't really remember well now those moments are gone because 20 minutes later you'll find the spot in the recording where you said it and then you'll remember and hopefully what you remember is as good as what you're hearing now right Right. And, and that can be super helpful because when you do get kind of stuck on something where you're trying to remember what it is that you said you should do, 
it can just get a little bit confusing. Yeah. So being able to pull back in real time and go, all right, what did we actually say that we liked or didn't like? Or was that an idea that maybe is cooler than we thought? Yeah. Now, if you're a musician, the Voice Memos app is the obvious way to do this. But let's say you're a painter. Your camera app on your phone or your notes app can do the same thing. So yeah. if you see something cool that inspires, oh, I should paint something like that, take a picture of it. If you think of an idea for a story, whatever it is, like write it down, even if it's a two sentence idea, because having that well of ideas that you can come back to when you're sitting down with a blank canvas, you're going to have a way better time actually getting in the groove of making something. If you can pull up, you know, you have an album on your phone full of pictures that you took that would be good inspiration for a painting, for yeah, example. Yeah. It's it's really helpful. Like I have a note on my phone that just is called, or not a, a folder, a folder in my notes app called creative ideas. And honestly, it doesn't matter what it is, musical, story, thought, idea, company, endeavor, they're just all there in the notes. And whether I go back and look at them is another thing, but it it's helpful to have those there because one of the things I'll find is that 18 months after initially thinking of something, I'll think of kind of, it'll pop into my mind because I'm thinking about the next iteration of it, even though I never made the first iteration of it. And it's helpful to go back to the original concept and then say, oh yeah, this is a great addition to this. And I mean, there are some ideas in there that have come back into kind of my creative brain for four or five years and I've never activated on them but just in these little moments these little incremental moments over the years it'll come back up and I'll think oh that actually still remains a good idea and here's another way to make it even better if the time comes to make that someday yeah no having that bank of ideas basically is great and it really is going to cut down on time that you are sitting in front of a blank canvas or in front of a blank sketchbook or in front of a blank recording session whatever it is so having just little ideas that you can start with can be super helpful so that's number two and now number three don't be afraid to show off your influences so in this 100 riffs video there were many times where they said oh this sounds like if this band was playing a song for a hockey team or whatever and you're mm -hmm. like that's kind of goofy but you know it's true but then it's funny because you look at the comments under the video and it's got people saying, oh, riff number one reminded me of the Foo Fighters. And yep. then someone else says, ah, it reminded me of the Black Keys. Hmm. And then someone else, oh, it reminded me of Rage Against the Machine. Oh, it reminded me of Royal Blood, whatever. Like, just because you are influenced by someone, your own unique spin on it is going to be interesting to people. And they're not always going to pin it down on this influence. Yeah. But sometimes we fall into a trap of convincing ourselves, like, I've got to reinvent the wheel i've got to revolutionize this genre that i'm in and then we'll be sitting on a bank of perfectly good art that people could enjoy but because we've given ourselves this expectation of i'm supposed to revolutionize this whole medium then we're like unsatisfied with art that people would enjoy yeah and the reality is if you really think about it there's only so much you can do with like a pencil and a piece of paper. Yeah. There's only so many keys you can play in. There's only so many scales. There's only so many colors you can paint with. So if you have an idea of, oh, I'm going to do this super cutting edge revolutionary thing, that's great. Do it. 
but don't hold yourself to that standard for every single piece that mm. you ever put out because it's just unrealistic. Yeah. And even your favorite artists probably weren't doing that. They're, you know, the Beatles didn't invent guitar. They didn't invent singing harmonies, whatever it is, you know, but when you look back at them, you're like, wow, they really did write songs that I like. And yep. that's what people really are going to hold on to from your art. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, everything is an, is an iteration of, uh, of an accumulation of influences. So even if it feels original, it's because someone has experienced a specific set of things that has led them to make what it is that they're making. And so embrace the things and experiences that we've had because the uniqueness of those, that combination of things is actually what makes us as individuals unique. Yeah. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I've talked to people and said, Hey, you got any art you're working on? And they're like, uh, yeah, kind of, I don't know how I feel about it though. It maybe isn't that cool or unique or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, show me. And they'll pull up their computer and flip through all their ideas and i'm like wow you are sitting on a gold mine of really cool ideas really interesting art that you've convinced yourself is not cool because you're holding it up to some standard that you've invented yeah. for yourself yeah, yeah so you know when you're making art just let it be the art let it be the thing that you're making and don't dwell too much on whether or not you are you know coming up with some earth shattering thing that realistically you're never going to do well, a huge, a huge thank you to Andrew Huang, yeah, for helping us, uh, helping inspire this, uh, this content. Today. Oh, of course. And you know, tomorrow, if you're listening to this podcast, and then some other podcast also is talking about this video, then that's cool yeah. because we were both inspired by the same thing. Doesn't mean it's just only derivative and it can't have any value. And I right. think you can hold that standard for your art as well. Well, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. I hope this was helpful as you think about your creative bank as a renewable resource. Yeah, so get out there, write 100 riffs tomorrow, and I'll keep an eye out on YouTube for your video about that. Thanks, everybody. See you. See you next week.